You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Have you always wanted to hear the hockey stories told from the press box? For your premier source of hockey prospect news from across the AHL, NCAA, Canadian Hockey League, and international leagues, this is your all-access pass to The Press Zone, a hockey podcast packed with news, analysis, interviews, and entertainment featured on AHLReport.com. Your hosts, Amy Johnson and Rick Stevens, are experienced, credentialed hockey reporters, bringing you stories built from strong connections throughout the hockey community and from inside rinks all across North America. Welcome to The Press Zone. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Press Zone podcast right here on the AHL Report, part of Rocket Sports Media. We're so glad that you're with us here today for episode 267 of the Press Zone. Uh, I am your host, as well as the lead correspondent at AHLReport.com. My name is Amy Johnson and I'm joined in the studio each and every week by my wonderful co-host. He's our president, our founder and our editor-in-chief the man who wears all the hats, Mr. Rick Stevens. How you doing today? Good afternoon. Hi. Hi. It's August. Been? It is. That's nuts. Our first podcast in August. That's crazy. Wasn't such a long wait from the action. No. To August, which will lead into September, which is. Didn't I? Didn't I have to shush Actually, you for last week? Actually, there's going on right now. There is. The Linka Gretzky's on right now. Canada, 14, what was it, 14 nothing over Switzerland? Well. Something like that. You know. Is there a mercy rule? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> well, maybe when once they got to 15, that was that was. Oh, and then that then was, that that was, was too it. much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Day three at the uh, Halinka Gretzky. Yep. It's crazy. And we're getting, well, we're going to talk about it in a bit, but we've got World Juniors this month, which nice. is just weird. It's just weird. So Red Deer has Helenka Gretzky. Edmonton has uh, the World Juniors. Aren't they lucky? Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. There's going to be prospecty things to talk about. Gets you all warmed up for September and training camps and preseason and rookie camp. Oh, boy. Cool weather and sweaters and... Yes, hoodies. And- hoodies. Give me the hoodies. Give me the <laughs> fuzzy socks. Yeah. Give me the crispness in the air. And, and give you a coloring book and you're all set. Yes. It's National Coloring Book Day. It is. And I am very happy about it because I am, I'm an only child and I spent, like, I just have so many good memories of just curling up on the floor with my trusty Crayola box of 64 with the pencil sharpener in the back, on the side, with the crayon yeah. sharpener in the back uh, that, you know, you had you had to have. Uh, and just coloring my little heart's content. Did you say pencil crayon? I didn't. I said a pencil sharpener and then I said a crayon sharpener. Okay. You know, here in 
normal people land, we call those colored pencils. No. Pencil cards. No. <laughs> um, and I will Laurentian, ha- Laurentian pencil crayons. Really? Yeah. Aren't we? La-di-da. Well, <laughs> I thought I was being hoity-toity with my Crayola 64. <laughs> I, um, I am not ashamed to say either that I will not shy away from sitting down and coloring as an adult either. It is exceptionally relaxing. And nothing makes you feel like a kid more than that. And sometimes there's days that you just want to feel like a kid again. Your crayons and an ice cream sandwich and set you over there and you're all, you're all, and National Ice Cream Sandwich Day as well today. And not as excited about that. Mm. Ice cream is like a, like I like ice cream, but I can't have like a whole lot of it. Set me up with my coloring book, cup of tea, some cookies. Yeah, I'd be good. I'd be good with that. All right, we'll have we'll, <laughs> we'll have your uh, favorite cookies in a future episode. Top five. Oh boy, you're that's you're really asking a lot for the cookie lover Oreos. to narrow it down to five. Are you kidding me? Mm. Chips <sighs> Ahoy. I don't like Chips Ahoy. Believe it or not, Oreos <laughs> yes, Chips Ahoy no. Mm. Chips Ahoy no, Pepperidge Farm yes. Oh, yes. We'll get into that another day. I was going to say, you're going to get me down the cookie path here. Uh, We're going to talk about a little bit of hockey today, get you some um, news and the latest things going on with the Laval Rocket or the Montreal Canadiens, as well as what's happening with Habs prospects in that thing we just talked about, uh, the World Juniors, because... uh, Teams, uh, national teams are starting to come out with their final rosters for this month's World Junior uh, Championships. So uh, it's now kind of make or break time for those Habs prospects who are vying for a spot on those rosters. So we'll get you caught up in the latest with all of that as well. If you like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I do. Um, But first, uh, when it comes to... let's Let's start at the NHL level. We'll start with the Montreal Canadiens. I'm changing the agenda on the fly because oh, it's second. It's technically the second bullet point on our agenda, but I'm bumping it to the top. Um, to mention, in case you were on vacation all last week and hadn't heard the news, uh, the Habs filled their uh, final assistant coaching vacancy left by Luke Richardson. Um, and it's with Stefan Robida. Kind of a congratulations. <laughs> kind of congratulations. Uh, controversial. I don't know if I want to use the word controversial. That's a little strong, but definitely a polarizing choice. Um, lots of people had things to say at both ends of the spectrum. Uh, mostly be- people loving it because he's had some experience in player development. Uh, other people not loving it so much because he literally has a year's worth of midget AAA coaching experience and that's it. So, you know, uh, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit up and down there, but the great thing is you got two ways to really, if you want to know what Rick and I think about it, uh, there's two great ways to find that out. Um, last Saturday's episode of the Canadians connection podcast, uh, Michael Spinella had to, uh, 
had to had, had another commitment on Saturday, so I got to step into the studio with Rick uh, last Saturday for that episode of the Canadians Connection podcast, episode two hundred two. Uh, and Rick, you and I went on a very long, deep discussion journey about Stefan Robada and uh, the concerns we have about his hiring, the trends that we're seeing with the with how the pieces are being put together uh, going into the season. Um, and it was, uh, if I do, if I do say so myself, thought it was a pretty good podcast. It was a very good podcast. And, and yes, we just decided to look at it from a number of different ways, including looking back at the career, uh, the playing career of, um, Stefan Robidas, see who was uh, influential to his career and, and, uh, and then go forward. And, and, I mean, he's he's um, he's a a nice guy, a genuine guy, um, and and I think he genuinely wants to do well by the prospects. Does he have the skills? Does he have the tool set? Um, that's that's a big question, especially given you know there were a lot of experienced coaches out there in the free agent coaching market uh, this summer, and um, the Canadians went in completely the opposite direction. So. Um, if, if you want to have a, a listen, if you want to share your view, um, subscribe to the Canadians Connection podcast and, and then uh, leave us a comment. You can check that episode out uh, or any episode, if you may have missed them, at canadiansconnection.fm. Uh, July definitely was a big month for the Canadians Connection podcast. Lots of listeners in July. Uh, so we thank everyone who's who is a subscriber. And if you're not already, then be sure to do so and join all of the tons and tons of people who have been listening to the Canadians Connection. Um, in addition, I also had uh, a new episode of Habs Hockey Report out on our YouTube channel within an hour of the Stefan Robida announcement last Thursday. So it really was kind of an immediate reaction. Uh, as I as I put in our team Slack uh, thread, I had some things to say <laughs> right after the announcement of Stefan Robida. So if you missed that, head over to youtube.com slash allhabs. Hit the subscribe button while, while you're there and check out the most recent episode of Habs Hockey Report. Um, speaking of coaches, here I go again. I'm shifting the agenda around once more. Um, speaking of coaches for the Montreal Canadiens, uh, it was announced this week, uh, by Kent Hughes that, um, Mario LeBlanc, who has been the Canadiens video coach for the last 25 years. Forever. Oh, that's a long time to be video coach. I mean, you have to think about what the technology was when Mario LeBlanc started in his position 25 years ago. It looks a lot different from the the technology and equipment that he's now using. And so there's been a lot of learning for him along along the way. Um, but announced to the team that he's stepping down uh, from that position, uh, basically effective immediately and, and full time duties. He's going to stay on uh, with with the team in the in the player development in the hockey development department. But uh, uh, Mario LeBlanc will no longer be the Canadians video coach. And, and Rick, that's a you know, it's an important it's kind of like the the really the underdog coaching position. But it's an important one. Well, it's interesting because it's it typically it's it's not a position that uh, that folks stay in all that long. It's kind of it has been a stepping stone kind of 
uh, position, but he's been there doing it, as you said, uh, 25 years. Um, and we wondered, uh, with the, the Canadians having a, a vacancy for an assistant coach, the that position filled by Stefan Robita, we were wondering if, given that there's so much experience on the Laval bench, whether, um, whether the Canadians would dip down in Laval uh, to uh, grab one of those uh, coaches, experienced coaches, for that assistant coaching position. They didn't in that case, uh, but they went to Laval for <laughs> the replacement for their video coach. That's right, uh, promoting Daniel Harvey from Laval, who was the video coach uh, last season with the Laval Rocket. Uh, so congratulations to him, first of all. Again, you know, it's an important position. Video is a, is such a, a key component of uh, both for... Um, whether it's pre-scouting your opponents, whether it's for coaches or players to review things that worked and things that didn't. It's a very important position. Um, but the interesting thing is Daniel Harvey only held that position with the Laval Rocket last season. Um, and that's because prior to that, Marco Marciano had been playing double duty for years and years and years with the Canadians AHL affiliate being not only the goaltending coach, but also the video coach as well. And so last year he finally got a reprieve where he could just focus on being the goaltending coach at the AHL level. And Daniel Harvey was brought in to be the video coach. Uh, let's, let's hope that, uh, the Laval rocket goes shopping for a video coach. Yeah. Uh, that it's, we, we, we follow the team, uh, on the road very closely. Uh, when, um, when, uh, Marco Marciano was doing uh, double duty, that's a very difficult thing to do and yes. having to set up in different rinks. Um, it's a very isolating kind of role as well because the video coach isn't out in the no. uh, in the arena to see the game. They're they're hidden away um, uh, in a closet somewhere. As, yeah. as the as the game is going on, they're cutting clips that the coaching staff and players can look uh, look at at intermission. Um, so you know they have a lot of work uh, p- putting video clips together ahead of the game, but they're working very hard during the game as well. And Marco Marciano is a very good goaltending coach. We we've heard um, Char- uh, Charlie Lindgren. Um, we've heard uh, um, Michael McNiven. We've heard Caden Primo all talk about their relationships with Marco Marciano. Um, and uh, he's he's needed in in uh, as a goaltending coach. So hopefully they go look for a video coach. Absolutely. Um, speaking of the Laval Rocket roster, um, you know things we've mentioned a few times here over the summer as signings happen. Are uh, we going back? Yes, yes, we I'm are. Just getting my crayons to get make your a change. get your crayons yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I know it's very difficult to follow. Follow, yeah. Um, <laughs> We've talked throughout the summer as signings happen or whether it's at the Canadians level or the Laval level um, and and have talked a bit about some concerns with how crowded the potential roster for, for the Laval Rocket is starting to shape up for next season. As we really, like, the free agency market has vastly slowed down now in the last week, week and a half. Um, and so things are just trickling in. You can tell it's time when people in the hockey world are kind of heading out on vacation um, and it's not likely that we're going to see a ton of movement now until probably towards the end of the month. And then things will pick up again in September with a host of, 
a host of signings as well. So it was a perfect time for our uh, friend and colleague here at the AHL Report, Chris G., uh, to put out one of his Rocket Notepad articles. And in it, uh, he takes a look at, at some predictions for the roster. Who could be um, the starters at each position for the roster as it stands right now in Laval, of course, knowing that it could definitely change and not knowing yet uh, exactly which prospects are going to make the NHL team and which ones will start the season in Laval. But he takes a look at the potential starters and scratches and and who is likely to even start in the ECHL Um uh, Rick, it was a it's a it's kind of a nice way for fans to start getting themselves introduced to what the new roster could look like for the Laval Rocket this year. And if you've been a, a fan of the Laval Rocket uh, for a number of years or even last year during the playoffs, you should expect uh, there to be big changes. And I'm saying that part partly, you know, hopefully uh, that that the coaching staff will. Uh, will understand that you, you know the 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 title of the uh, Canadians Connection podcast uh, last year was focused on on intentions, not results, um, and that was based on what um, um, Marty Saint Louis had communicated uh, to Stefan Robidoux. Well, the same uh, um, message should filter down to the AHL that they have to focus on their prospects. Uh, so we don't, you know, we're hoping we're not going to see uh, very much of a, a Belzeal or a Bork or a Gignac or a Martel uh, and see a lot more of uh, players like uh, he- Emil Heineman or Harvey Pennard or uh, Jan Meshack. Uh, um, yes, yeah, Ullinen, Cam Ullinen, Hillis. for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, those kinds of uh, the, the prospects. And I, 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 as Chris was preparing the article, and we were texting back and forth. I, I said, um, partly as a joke, partly not, uh, that if if uh, Alex Belzeal or Danik Martell are placed on the top line at any time during the season, Jeff Wool should be fired on the spot. <laughs> um, because those guys are there for support. And uh, the, the, the ice time, the, the top six... Uh, lineup has to be given to those younger players. The penalty kill, the the power play, um, face-off opportunities all have to go to the younger players. And that's going to be difficult for uh, a Danik Martell or a Belzeal who were, you know, uh, getting enormous uh, minutes uh, last year and they shouldn't be going forward. Um, so let's let's hope we see that, and let's hope that uh, message has been communicated to the Laval uh, coaching staff. It'll be interesting, that's for sure. I would be, kind of looking at how even uh, in some minor ways uh, JF kind of balanced even even on the defense side of things. I would imagine he's probably going to put a veteran on each line, but maybe it'll be a veteran and two prospects on each line, which would be better than it has been. So to compare it to last year, the the, um, the defense pairs were set almost uh, from the beginning and set in stone, and they didn't change. Yeah. It was a very veteran presence on the defense last year. Mm-hmm. Um, now you got uh, Johnny Fairbrother. Uh, hopefully he has a, a healthy season ahead of him. Um, Otto Leskinen, um, Matthias Norlander, and then probably a rotating cast 
that will spend a little bit of time, uh, you know, a Jordan Harris or a Justin Barron, spend a few games in the Canadians, and then uh, they might need some, uh, maybe they've been sitting for a while, so they have to play a bit. They'll be rotated down, and I think there'll be a lot more movement, and uh, those pairs uh, will be likely to change a lot more than they did last year. Um, you know, we always encourage uh, folks to to comment. And on that article, there was a, a comment from Kerry Willett. And uh, he took exception with uh, Chris, uh, who had uh, Arbor Jackai as a healthy scratch uh, in his uh, projected lineup. And Kerry says, it's mind-boggling to me that anyone would think that Arbor Jackai is going to be scratched or sit in the nose, nosebleed section in Laval. Um so if you support Carrie, um, let's hear your comments. <laughs> if you fair. support Chris, uh, we want to hear from you too. Uh, absolutely. So the best place uh, to, to catch that article and uh, check it out and, and leave your comment, go to ahlreport.com. You'll see Chris's notepad article right there with the Laval Rocket roster predictions. And uh, we'll continue to bring you all of the latest um as the summer starts to wind down, it's hard to believe I'm even saying that. I mean, it is only August 2nd, but but as as things really start to slow down on the summer and kind of tick upwards in terms of getting prepped for rookie camps uh, coming up, we'll be sure to keep you updated on all of the latest roster news. Uh, All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsors over at DraftKings with a great incentive for new users. And on the other side of it, we are going to talk 2022 World Junior rosters. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Press Zone podcast right here on Rocket Sports Radio. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And welcome back to the Press Zone podcast here on the AHL Report, part of Rocket Sports Media. Uh, Hey, if uh, you haven't done so already, uh, subscribe to the podcast. And, uh, you know, we're as as you can see, we are here all year round, not just during hockey season, keeping you uh, up to date and, and giving you. Fantastic credentialed cover, uh, coverage of the Laval Rocket and Habs prospects. Uh, so if you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button. Also, a, a really the best way, if you enjoy our podcast, um, 
whether it's this podcast, whether it's the Canadians Connection podcast, whether it's Habs Hockey Report on YouTube, uh, any of our articles on the websites, the really the best way for you to help us if you enjoy the content uh, that we produce on any platform is to share it. And it's as simple as just hitting the share button and just sticking it out there on your favorite social media platform, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it happens to be, TikTok. I don't even I don't even know. What did you say last week? Uh, they were out there. You said something about TikTok, all the cool kids out there on TikTok. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Last week. So whatever your favorite social media platform is, uh, share our content. It takes just a moment, but it really does help us so, so much. And we would very much appreciate it. Um, and hey, make sure you're following at the AHL report on Twitter, uh, particularly if you are interested in Habs prospects and the world juniors, because uh, as we've as we talked about last segment, uh, oddly enough, it's not just evaluation camps that we're going to be uh, discussing here in August. We are actually going to be talking real live live tournament uh, because the postponed 2022 World Junior Championship is finally here to take place. Uh, from August uh, 9th through the 20th. Uh, and um, we are, of course, going to be keeping an eye on all of the Habs prospects throughout the tournament. Uh, it was just announced today, of course, uh, for viewers in the U.S. Uh, NHL Network will be carrying every single game of the tournament. Um, it's it's handy that since Hlinka Gretzky is going on at the same time uh, that... World Juniors is only going to be in one city as opposed to uh, usually it's, uh, you know, they've been holding it in two separate cities for the for the the qualifying rounds and, and whatnot. But since it's all in the same rink, there are no overlapping game t- game starts, which means the NHL network cannot do the thing that I hate the most where you miss the first period of whatever game is starting two periods into like they always stagger the times oddly. Mm. And here in the U S we don't always have the coverage that you guys do North of the border. And so we're left with the NHL network and like, you don't get full games. It's, it's the most irritating thing. So that's not going to happen this year, which is great. Um, and since rosters are now starting to be finalized, Rick, we're getting a clearer picture of which Habs prospects we all get to sit back and watch. Um, I don't know if Czechia has their final roster out yet, but I believe Jan Mishak, isn't he supposed to be captaining um, Team Czechia? That's what we heard. We heard that Jan Mishak will be captaining uh, Czechia's team, so that would obviously make him a given for the roster. Um, Slovakia not happy. Slovakia not happy because Slavkovsky's not going not to be there. Nope, Slavkovsky's not going to be there. I don't think Namich is going to be there. I don't think so either. Um, Mishar is not... Nope. No, Mishar's not there either. Um, we've known, the one that we have known for the last couple of weeks, and I think we even mentioned it last week on the show, Oliver Kapanen and Pateri Nurmi will be playing for Team Finland. Um... Team Canada's roster just came out uh, within the last 24 hours or so, Rick, and it looks like two Habs prospects will be on the roster for Canada. Very nice. The same two that that joined uh, Laval at the end of uh, the junior season, uh, their junior season, um, Joshua Wah and Riley Kidney, and uh, back to junior, uh, they will be this this year, and so they'll be uh, getting to to play in the World Juniors this, this summer. Yeah. Um, 
Now, for Team USA, we mentioned last week that that Team USA was doing an extended evaluation camp because they were not only trying to make their selection for this roster, but also doing their normal uh, initial evaluation for the 2023 roster for December. Um, Maybe a little surprising to some folks that all three Habs prospects who were vying for a spot uh, were cut from the 2022 roster and will not play this month. Uh, now, granted that that doesn't mean that does mean that they could still make uh, December's roster for for the 2023 World Junior Championship. But Rick, uh, Luke Tuck, Lane Hudson, and Blake Biondi all cut for 2022 for this month. Blake Biondi maybe a reach, uh, but could have been a, a good uh, utility kind of player. Um, you wonder about Lane Hudson and and his ability to contribute on the on the power play, but Luke Tuck, um, he he ex- he himself expected to be there and expected to be a leader on the team, and uh, so a bit of a blow uh, to uh, to Luke. That's right. So uh, no Canadians prospects will be competing this month for the Team USA for for uh, this 2022 World Junior Championship. Uh, so we'll be looking at places like Finland, Canada, uh, Czechia for uh, watching the Habs prospects. It's hard to believe um, all the action starts in a week. And this is a continue. Well, it's it's a restart of the tournament right. that uh, that happened uh, earlier in the year. The the regular uh, 2022 uh, uh, tournament that happened uh, that typically happens uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's. Um, and the team that was there for Canada, um, and the team that uh, are is going to represent Canada this summer. There's there's a huge difference. Um, it's a big gaping hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and forwards, you know, you have exciting forwards: Shane Wright, uh, Cole Perfetti. Uh, but it's on defense. I think that Team Canada is going to miss some players. Uh, Caden Gooley, um, Canadian's prospect, Caden Gooley, who played for Edmonton Oil Kings, uh, his uh, defense partner, Dylan Gunther, was also supposed to be there. Owen Powers, first-round pick. Uh, Jake Neighbors, uh, that, that, that was a strong defense for Canada yeah. um, that uh, none of those players will be at uh, this summer tournament. And so it's, um, it's really interesting because you have rosters eight months apart from one another that are going to look completely different and could then shape the tournament in a completely different way from how it started mm-hmm. uh, back in December. So um, consider it uh, Boxing Day in August, next Tuesday. Does that mean we get, like, can we, do we get Christmas presents on Monday? And turkey dinner? Is that happening? Wow. Huh. Maybe, maybe that should be like a thing. So that everyone really, because it's it's going to feel very awkward, right, in the True. beginning of August. So maybe we should all just get into the spirit yeah. next Monday by celebrating Christmas in August. Because we all need to have like that turkey hangover the next day for mm, Boxing Day to start right. watching World Juniors. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, bake some Christmas cookies because you need those to be to be eating while you're watching on Boxing Day. Next Tuesday. This is getting good. It is. Eggnog. I hope the Rocket Sports team members are listening to this and taking note. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The August Rocket Sports Christmas party. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, yeah. 
Well, it's going to be fun. Secret Santa. Secret, <laughs> Secret Santa. Yeah. Christmas cards. Did you get your Christmas cards yeah. out? Yeah. Okay. Um, it is going to be fun, uh, regardless of whether it happens in December or in August. World Juniors is always such great hockey to watch. It's very exciting. Uh, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to being back here again with you next Tuesday. I want to also mention one other thing about uh, Habs Hockey Report over on the YouTube channel. Uh, I invite you to check out this week's um, episode that comes out on Thursday. Uh, if you have a standout Habs collection of some sort, whether it's a, a collection of Habs jerseys, a collection of pucks, a collection of um, other kinds of gear, or you have a room of your house. Hockey cards. Hockey cards. Any, yeah. decked, if you've got a room of your house or, or the place where you watch games all decked out, if you have that kind of really just really impressive kind of thing that you want to share uh, with other Habs fans um, on Thursday on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash all Habs on Thursday's episode of Habs hockey report. I'm going to be giving you details. I'm having a call for video submissions. I want to see your Habs collections or your Habs room or fan cave, whatever it is. And I'm going to give you instructions on Thursday on what I'm looking for and where to send it and what the deadline is. And then I'm going to put all of those videos together and share them on our YouTube channel on a future episode of Habs hockey reports. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, I want to see a barber pole jersey. I'm sure there's going to be a barber pole jersey in there. So that's uh, anyone who's listening can participate, even if, you know, and if it's if it's more that you've just got general hockey collections, it doesn't just have to be the Habs. That's fine, too. Um, we just want to give other fans inspiration for for the things that you can collect and be proud of in your sports memorabilia collections or or the way you've got your your room set up and that type of thing. Uh, so if you're a fan, if you're a follower, if you're a fellow Rocket Sports team member, anyone Check out that episode on Thursday. We just wanted to to let you guys know that here. We'll probably mention it. I'll, I'll, I'll ask Rick to mention it on the Canadians Connection podcast on Saturday as well. And we'll get lots of submissions, hopefully, uh, as we kind of gear up for the next season ahead. Sounds great. Yeah, a lot of, should be a lot of fun. Uh, this episode has been a lot of fun. I am now going to go grab my uh, coloring book and my ice cream sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, get all set for uh, the start of the World Juniors. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday. Patrick Williams will be back with us for another edition of the AHL Hot Stove next week. And we look forward to seeing you back here for another fantastic episode of the Press Home Podcast right here on Rocket Sports Radio. Click subscribe to never miss an episode of The Press Zone on Rocket Sports Radio. Visit AHLReport.com for the latest news on hockey prospects.